Hey, hey, how's it going? It's your pal Jess. Welcome to Get Wood. I'm Jess Wood, and uh, if you didn't know me, I'm originally from California, Los Angeles, a great place if you hate to read. Hey, let's get on with the show, shall we? Well, bam, and you say, goddamn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. Hey, I'm broader than Broadway. That's right. I'm a broad. And I'm broad, and I'm broader than Broadway. And guess what I'm doing? Diddling, 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 diddling myself. It's a pandemic, and it feels so good. Get some hobbies. Your sauce will mix with ours, and we'll make a good goulash, baby. That's Tenacious D from the 90s. Hey, guess what time is it? It's time for your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday or whatever day it is that you're watching this damn thing. It's get wood time. Chillio, hola, que tal, motherfuckies? Hi, how are you? How are you guys? You good? You good on this week? Boy, let's just first off get out of the way the whole idea of uh, energetically how it's been this week. Woo! I see a couple witches in the chat. Listen, eclipse, retrogrades. New moons? Are you cry? Are you crying? Or are you crying? I should ask that first. Are you crying like myself? Because let me just tell you something. I don't know what you want to call me. You want to call me sensitive? You want to call me an empath? You want to call me uh, hormonal? You want to call me uh, f finally feeling my traumas after years of denying them? Whatever you want, however you want to relate to it is fine. Jesse, let people relate the way they want to relate. Thanks, Ma. Um, however you want to chalk it up to whatever you want to chalk it up to, I will tell you poisonally, it has been quite a fucking week. I mean, with like delightfulness and, and sky high feelings. And then, uh, today, the reason I'm late is because I had probably the worst anxiety attack, uh, panic slash panic attack slash what are, what are we calling them these days? I think they're called panic attacks these days, yeah? Um, but really, really, really a lot. A lot of crying, a lot of not being able to take a breath, a lot of, well, it made me have a barf. I barfed it out. I was barfing, and I had nothing to barf. I had water, because I wake up and I drink water in the morning because I think it's healthy for you. So I was just, ah, just everything was like, ah, and uh, evacuating. Yeah, I know. It's attractive. I'm sure. If you've tuned in to whack off, I'm so sorry. Uh, or I'm not sorry. Is it sorry, not sorry? Oh, my God. So that's why I'm late, because I was having an, a, a major, major anxiety attack. And you know what I say? You know, they always say check on your friends who are sad. I say nay. Nay, friends. Check on your friends who seem happy all the time. We're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm uh, looking to kill my, I'm not looking to hurt myself or anything. That's the old me. Listen, I've gotten a little bit better. But I'm saying, though, there are so many um, things that, life, it's a lot. And, and, and cities are getting unmasked and things are opening up. And what do you do? Where do you go? What do you, how do you feel about it? How's it going? Is everybody okay? It's a fucking weird time. So uh, I've been out a few times, but I was, I, you know what I love doing with this show? I love looking back on the year, uh, last year, this week, 
And let me, it's always entertaining, to me at least, it's, it's very entertaining to look back and see what were we doing a year ago? Did we evolve? Have we gotten any smarter? Are we still doing the same shit? Well, you guys decide for yourself. Uh, you humans, you creatures. Uh, okay. So last year, this week, I was at the dentist. And you would say, Jessica, that sounds fantastic. Self-care and all that shit. Yes. And even during the pandemic, like high point of the pandemic where it was like, unless it's an emergency, we don't want to see anyone at a doctor's office. But I was like, this shit is an emergency. I needed a pull. I needed a yank. I needed them to just get the fuck this tooth out of there. And it was a molar. Don't worry. I wasn't doing any of the upfronts. Thank God. Uh, I'm unlike my mom in that way. Jesse, don't be mean. Okay. So I, uh, I go to the dentist last year and I didn't have a car when I was living in Los Angeles. And so I took the train. They do have a little subway train. It's like almost like a toy. Uh, it only goes to a few places. <laughs> and, um, and if you don't mind being a little nervous, uh, on it, it's a great ride. Um, so Anyhow, I'm, I, I, I'm walking back down Vermont Avenue. If anyone knows Vermont, they know it's, well, it's not the um, cleanest uh, avenue, shall we say. Uh, east side of Hollywood, um, up by Santa Monica Boulevard, and uh, there's Hustlers, and, you know, it's, it's Hollywood. It's what people don't think Hollywood is, but it actually is a lot of, which is filth, sadness, people really upset and down on their luck and a lot of mentally unstable folks because since the 80s since the whole reagan's fucking nazi ass since he was here they've been giving one-way bus tickets to people from all surrounding states to go to santa monica and downtown los angeles here you go kid here you go you have nowhere to go you have no family you feel a little fucked up in the head here's a ticket to la God bless. So when I was growing up, it was like, whoa. I mean, it's. I think it's just as bad, if not worse now. So anyhow, I'm walking down Vermont. It's middle of the day. I just came from the dentist. They just uh, looked at the tooth and they said, yeah, that has to. You must be in a lot of pain. No shit. Yes, that's why I'm here, Sherlock Holmes. I'm here to get this goddamn tooth taken out because I feel like I'm going to fall over because we've been locked down for four months, but, uh, in that, or I think three months. Anyway, it felt like a lifetime. So I'm walking down Vermont after the dentist. I've made an appointment to come back and get it yanked out of there for the next week. But in the meantime, I'm taking a little stroll. And what do I love to look at when I'm strolling? If you know me, you know. Graffiti, murals, any kind of graffiti art. Oh, I'm such a lover of it. So, and again, growing up in Los Angeles, you know, you're kind of surrounded by it. And then living in New York for a while, I just, I love graffiti. I love the culture. I love the looks. It just cheers me. It cheers me. So I go a little off Vermont down a side street to look at this gorgeous mural. And um, I'm there for a couple minutes. And then all of a sudden I notice there's a guy I don't know how old he is. You know, we all have masks on at that time. Last year in June, remember how scared everybody was? Oh, my God. So I feel like this year, everybody, I feel like this year, it's just not, no one's scared anymore. Everybody's like, whatever, fucking fuck it. Uh, I feel like people were just like, I'm either going to die at my house having done nothing, or I'm going to go out and fuck in a bar bathroom so that I feel like I lived a little if I die from this shit. That's how I feel like people are on the either side. Anyway, so... This guy is on the block, and, and we're both in masks, and it's, you know, last year, full-on pandemic height. And he yells out, hey, 
thanks, Kendra. Hi. Hi, darling. Good to see you. Um, and this guy yells out, hey, Katie, or something like that. Like, a name that is definitely not mine. It's not even really close to my name. And yet, I think because of the loneliness of having been locked in the apartment for so long alone, I was like, what? And I, and I walked over, and we met each other kind of in the middle of the, of the block. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. It was like this uh, guy who was probably, probably my age. I don't know. And he was, uh, he looked a little like an essay. He had the, he had the tattoos of like, you know, Clanton or White Fence or what are the, I don't remember the neighborhood that we were exactly in and who he was uh, repping, but he definitely had the tattoos and he had the outfit and he was so fucking cute. And if you know me, you know, that's my type. That's my type. That's my type. And so I was like, hi, oh my God, what were you calling me? Katie or something? And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And he was really kind and gentlemanly towards me. He, not that everyone shouldn't be, but as a, as a lovely, he seemed genuinely embarrassed. Like he, it didn't seem like it was really a, like a catch. Like he was going to be like, I'm going to yell out a fucking name. That's not that ladies. And she's going to talk to me. No, I don't think he planned it. I really, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm naive. A naivete outside, just wandering around for men's pleasure. Well, yes, hello. <laughs> it's called manifestation. So he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's genuinely embarrassed. I really, uh, I thought you were my friend. And I'm like, well, I could be your friend now. Like, what, who am I? I'm completely out of my mind. I mean, yes, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. But also, yes, we're the only two people for blocks. I mean, you know how Hollywood, if you don't know, it's either... The block is filled with like a couple of tents and some stuff going on, or it's completely desolate. And you're like, well, there's a tumbleweed in a palm tree. I don't think they're going to step in if something goes weird. <laughs> so <laughs> so long story short, we exchanged phone numbers. Yes, yes. We didn't exchange phone numbers. Okay, here's what happened. I took his email. I took his email. Because I was like, I can't like with the phone number. That's gone wrong for me sometimes. You know, you meet someone in the streets. Like I do. I mean, listen, my last two boyfriends that I had for four years, I mean, it was a very long relationships that I had with these men, but uh, one of them picked me up at the laundromat and one of them picked me up at my restaurant. So really, what's the difference between meeting at a mural? You know, it's almost like we're in a museum, but we're outside in the streets. So I took his... Um, I took his uh, email and then I said to him, oh, you know, uh, maybe we should like pull our masks down, you know, away, from, you know, obviously six feet uh, away just to see that we're like, you know, that we're OK, that we're like not, you know, I don't know, looking all crazy or something. And so and I didn't want to say you know, if we're missing a tooth or something. Because he did ask me, well, where are you coming from? And I was like, oh, I'm coming from the dentist. And he goes, oh, I hate the dentist. And I was like, yeah, everybody, uh, me too. I hate the dentist too. But then the big reveal was when I pulled my mask down and I was like, ah, here I am. Ah, and I did that. And then he pulled his mask down and he goes, yeah, here I am. Ah, here I am. And he was so cutely like, you know, misering me. Uh, but he was missing a big old, <laughs> he was missing a one in the, in the, yeah, like one that matters. Like that one matters the most. Don't you think that one matters the most? I mean, I don't mean to be judgmental, but my God, what are your priorities? He, oh, and he had a skateboard. So I was like, okay, 
And I didn't say anything about the missing tooth, but I thought, okay, he obviously does hate the dentist like more than I do. Um, but he was still so sweet. And he goes, well, let me walk you to the train, you know? So I was like, okay. So he walked me down to the train station and he goes, I really hope I get that email from you. So his name is Eduardo, AKA Lalo. And he hangs around a lot near um, Vermont and <laughs> Santa Monica. So if you guys run into him, if anyone runs into him, tell him Jess said, sorry, none of the emails went through. None of them. And you know, I tried like different. I tried. Lalo, I wanted to lay with you. <laughs> I did. I wanted to make out with Lalo. I don't mind. You know, I've got, I've dated a guy with a, um, a brown tooth up front and I really was okay with it. You know what I mean? I feel like as women, we're quite, uh, I, I know all of us are judgmental as human beings, but usually women have like a kinder spot in their heart for a man who's got a little something fucked up, you know, like, oh, he's got a brown tooth, but you know what? He reads, he's a reader. So I'm going to hang on to this guy and we can work on the tooth together. We can get him a, an appointment somewhere. You know how guys are, guys can't get themselves appointments, you know, it's such a, <laughs> It's just state of uh, state of affairs here with uh, us as as uh, gals. I hate to say it, we're very we're caretakers. You know we can't help it. We're like, yeah, he's missing a tooth, but he wants to walk me to the train. I just thought that that definitely out <laughs> that wins on the tooth thing is the gentlemanly. I think if you're missing a tooth and you're a gentleman, God bless. If you're missing a tooth and you're an asshole, fucking take your toothless ass out of here. I don't want to see you. I don't even care if you have a flipper. You know, like those things that they put in for the kids. Hey, for acting and shit. I mean, it was weird when I when I worked on the other side of the acting on the casting side and people would bring in their children. And it was just like that movie, Bruno, if you guys have seen it, where he was like asking them, can we have the kids lose weight? And they were like, yeah, the parents, you know, the parents would do anything like, oh, my kid's going to be on TV. Yeah. What do you need? Should we get her some fake titties? She looks so flat right now, especially for a seven year old. You know what I mean? Everyone's so sick in Hollywood. So uh, a lot of the kids would come in at that age where they were missing teeth and the parents would be like, where's your flipper? You look like a goddamn monster. And it was like, oh my God, actually they look like a real child. <laughs> God forbid there should be some real looking fucking people out here. I know. Listen, I watch these things back and I look at myself. I'm like, look at this bitch all regular, not fucking puffed up with the fucking puffy puffersons and the filler, filler, fillersons. I mean, look at this. I got a jowl going. <laughs> What's going on here? It's called aging. It's called properly aging. I mean, fuck, man. I don't mean to be rude, but I see some dudes out there with some puff puff and I'm like, you look like a weird lady. <laughs> Anyway, love yourself. Please love yourselves. I I'm sorry that society is so fucked up that we have to pretend we have to act like we're not enough. I mean, are we just not enough? Is that what we think? I'll tell you, you are. You are. I'm it's your friend, Jessica, and she's here to tell you you're enough. God damn it, you motherfuckers. So so check on. <laughs> I curse at you because you're enough. See, that's how you know shit is real. I hung out with essays and shit. You know how I knew that they loved me? You're fucking so dumb. You're so stupid, Essay. You're fucking dummy. That's how I knew. Because it was like they loved me so much that they couldn't handle it and they had to put me down. I mean, not that they couldn't handle it, but it was like, you're not going to show like, oh, hey, you know what? Fucking love you. No, 
you're fucking dumb, Mista. <laughs> you're so dumb. And then I was like, I know. Thanks, you guys. Uh, so if your friends aren't telling you the truth, <laughs> like I remember my mom. Well, see, the thing I, I have surgery phobia because my mom got a lot of surgery in her face and her body when I was a kid growing up and it never worked. She always went to like a back alley fucking surgeon. Like that's my friend, Jim. He does uh, chin lifts, you know, and I'd be like, Jim, where are you going? Well, I'll go to his house, you know. What? You can't go to Jim's house and get your chin cut, you know. And she always said shit like after she had watched it on TV. She was like, I don't know. I just look like my father. I'm like, did you watch the Roseanne documentary, Mom? Stop it. Uh, anyway, uh, but we are we all have fo- have weirdness. Like I ha- I've been looking at this thing on my lip and on my chin, and I want to tell you it is not the herpes. It's not herpes. No, it's not the herpes. I know. Maybe you think oh, this poor girl she has the herpes. I haven't had sex since. <laughs> I can't. I, if I had her, listen, you would have known a long time ago. Uh, so I, I went and got threaded. And if any of you know what that is, it just means that these delightfully hair-hating Indian women wrap this very thick thread around their fingers. It's almost like a cat's cradle. Remember when you were little and you'd do the thing with the yarn? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm showing my age here because guess what? Remember before the fucking phones? So the cat's cradle thing, we could, we could do it... Um, this Indian, an Indian lady has a, a threading and she goes through your unwanted hair. I'll just call it that. I won't call it the beard and the mustache and the neck fucking scraggle. <laughs> it's like, how? hey, hey, you guys, let's get older. <laughs> Yipes. So anyway, I've found that threading is really the only, if you have a problem with unwanted hair, <laughs> this is my PSA for you. Uh, don't go to the laser. Don't go to the electrolysis. Don't go to the waxer. Go see the Indian ladies. And they are the kindest fu- uh, women who have uh, done my face, have dealt with my facial hair. Because I've I've gone, okay, so I'll take you through, I'll take you through a little history of Jessica and her facial hair. You ready? So it all started. Once upon a time, as an 18-year-old girl, I took birth control pills. Ah! Well, apparently they had a very bad uh, effect on your friend here and her hormones. But also a couple of people that I've met, men, shout out to Sean Hump, L. Hump, uh, who have said, asked me, you're, a, you're a, a T. You have a strong T, don't you? Major T, whatever. I'm a dummy mommy because I have a lot of testosterone. <laughs> so anyway, I've gone to the electrolysis. I've gone to the wax, all the things. And I went to see the Korean ladies once to go and get... Um, my mustache, my, my mustache taken away. And the woman uh, said, oh, okay. And I, t- you know, she took off the stash. And then she goes, hmm, what about here? And I was like, excuse me, I'm not, I don't need that at all. You have to, no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so I left. Um, but this Indian lady threaded me so severely that she cut into my face because, oh, oh Jesse, don't, don't. Don't, with the uh, facial hair, you look, I want to tell you a story about a man who came to get threaded here. And I'm like, oh no, don't, don't tell me a story of a man who's got, if you're going to compare this man's beard to my beard, please don't tell me the story. And then she, and I said that out loud and she goes, he was a very nice man. (laughs) I'm like, no. 
Uh, I've gone to the Russians. The Russians are lovely, but they're like, Juicy, just take everything off. Hi, Deb. Uh, the Russians hate hair also, but they're like, uh, you know, like, they're like your best friend. Like my friend, she she was my waxer, but for Pasunya only. Pasunya. You make for uh, nice, for bathing suit, Pasunya. And I go, yeah, yeah, do the Pasunya. It's fine. And then she goes, but Juicy, mm. we were hanging out one day, and she goes, mm your arms and I said what about my arms and she goes your hair and I was like the hair on my arm you want to take the hair on my arms away I don't think so (laughs) and she goes okay but up to you but you know sexy with no hair and that's the Russian the young Russian ladies with the whole sexy and old they'll oh you look sexy don't ever tell anyone your age Jesse fix Pasunya always look good and I'm like okay but Pasunya how are you gonna wax it are you gonna make like a design or something like that and she goes oh no and then she I go well you're not gonna take all the hair off right what uh as a lot of you know I call the amber alert look which I'm not down with and she goes oh and she got upset too she goes oh not like a baby and she got upset and I was like good and then she goes no I'll leave a little hair like I'm grown up like at the top I'm grown up and I was like phew thank god um Speaking of women and wildness and hair, oh, I have to look at the time. I have to like, I have to lean over to look at the time. Quite a setup, quite a professional setup, Miss Wood. Uh, I'm lucky I made it here though. I was barfing earlier. I just want to remind you, I was barfing earlier, and now I am here. Uh, could have did something to do with it being 104 degrees yesterday in the shade and me being out with my friend shout out to jean she's going to uh she's purchasing a trailer a trailer like a you pull it and you live in it and it's a trailer and the whole thing not an rv but like you you pull it all right you probably know what i'm talking about i'm such a fucking urbanite i i keep coming across all these instances where i feel like like city mouse you know what i mean like country mouse is like yeah you get a trailer and you could just hitch it to the back of your truck and if it's ways enough you know not too much you could just take it wherever you want to go and then you live and i'm like what are you talking about what's the lease on that how much gas does that get and they're like there's no gas just has some wheels on it and you live in it i was like oh my god and so we went and explored these different trailers for sale (laughs) trailers for sale Albuquerque motherfucking trailers for sale and and going upon upon arrival into these well first of all I'll I'll tell you what I was doing (laughs) now listen I love to support a friend I'm the first one there for you if you need my support and I'm nearby I'm fucking there I'm nearby I have to be nearby but uh uh so Jen had helped me so I'm helping her so I went I mean, I didn't get a trailer, but uh, she's helped me a lot. She's been very helpful, lovely neighbor. So I was helping her. So we walk into these trailers, and you and you cannot believe some of these things. I mean, first the first place we went, they had these trailers that were armored. They were armored. They were armored. I didn't ask if they were bulletproof, but uh, they were bulletproof. They were fucking bulletproof. These fucking trailers. I'm like, are are we going to go storm the castle again in these? What's going on? And he was like, no. But then the office had like a militia flag. And I was like, ah, I mean, not a militia flag. I don't really know what that looks like, but I think it's the U.S. flag, but like with militia writing on it. Ah, they're the scariest people to me. So it was like the armor, the armor on, armor off, armor off road. I forget what the fuck it was called, but it looked like, it looked like, uh, 
like if 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 we could make like a, a you know like a GI Joe. Okay, again, we're gonna go way back, but like a GI Joe doll. If they could if they could drive some sort of armored jeep around. I'm talking Hummer has nothing on this. A Hummer has nothing on this motherfucking thing. It was like I mean, it it was shaped like a like a. <laughs> Like a bomb, like a bomb. Okay. Anyway. Oh my God. So that one scared the fuck out of me. And it was like $58,000 or something like that. So I was like, oh my God, move on, move it along. And she, I mean, it's not my choice, but I was like, you can't get this. You'll look like a militia. And so she, so we moved along and we looked at another one. And this one was like, to me, it looked like a Miami Coke fucking dealer it was like a scar face on wheels you know there was a big old bed on one side and then like big bathroom and then at the center place had like couches and shit and I was like this is fucking better than my apartment right now and she's like I know this is really nice and I was like we'll take it <laughs> no and that was what was interesting I think the first salesman dude was like trying to figure out what our deal was because I was there with a half a watermelon that's what I didn't tell you I let me just give you a picture here it's your friend Jess her pal and me with my watermelon and a big spoon and I'm just spooning it's 104 degrees what do you want from me you want me to be out there with nothing with n nothing but SPF I'm going to have a watermelon. You take me out during the summer, I'll probably be carrying fruit. It's true. I'm going to tell you a story about the cliff dwellings in a second. And I had plenty of fruit, so much fruit at the quiff, clip, at the quiff dellings that I gave some away. Anyway, I'm eating a watermelon and this guy's like, so you two are going to Montana? And I'm like, no, I'm not going. And then at one point he's like, well, your friend here can drive. I mean, stop volunteering me to fucking drive and move and all kinds of shit. Sir. You don't know me. Give me back my purse. So then we went on to another one and another and another one. And then uh, we found uh, one that I think she really likes. Reminded me a little bit of the Breaking Bad situation. <laughs> I mean, Breaking Bad had a killer RV. You know, the Breaking Bad guys had a great uh, system. They had a killer, killer system where they could drive around and make meth. Now, my friend is definitely not going to drive around and make meth. I can I guarantee it. And she, um, <laughs> she is just going to be driving around to park and then live. But I didn't want her to get the armored car thing. She's not fucking pulling a Brinks job. Do you know what I mean? So I thought just settle down. So, uh, but she did, uh, she didn't purchase anything yet, but it was very exciting for me. I've never seen such a thing. I've never seen anything close. I mean, I, I had visited like a friend's trailer in Topanga Canyon when I was a little kid and it just was like a filled with like crystals and tapestries and, you know, rainbows flying from the windows. And I don't know. I was drunk also. I was 10. So, um, speaking of, uh, driving to a spectacular place now, uh, because of the trailer, right? But we went to the, um, Bandelier National Monument, uh, surrounded by, uh, we went to the Gilman Tunnels, went to the, uh, there was, there was, a uh, these tunnels that you could drive through that were just rock that were all carved out, and the car, and really only one car at a time, so it was like, me, 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 you know, you just go pretty slow then on the other side there was like waterfalls and coming down on the rocks and it was so 
amazing and gorgeous. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And that wasn't even the beginning of anything. That was like, just like, oh, a quick detour will take you. She was like, oh, you want to see these tunnels made from the rock? I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see tunnels made from a rock. Uh, yeah, I want cheesy puffs. And so then we go back down to this other, I don't fucking, I don't know where we're at, but it's like an, an hour, hour and a half away from Albuquerque proper. So for me, I'm like, I look over at her at a certain point and I go, you know what my aunt Vicky would call this, this out here? And she goes, what, what would she call it? And I said, Schlebutgeville. Schlebutgeville. That is anywhere that is not known to most people. Somewhere far away, you're wearing your schmata. That's a rag. That's a, that's a rag. But usually we call what we're wearing a rag. You're wearing your schmata, and you're out there in Schlebutgeville. What if something happens? <laughs> so we're, we're driving through Schlebutgeville. I mean, in my mind, it's Schlebutgeville, but nobody else, because there's a ton of uh, uh, pueblos and reservations that we're passing, and we're passing through. And I'm like, nah, no way. I mean, you should. I was like a child at a, an amusement park. I was like, no, we're on, are we on reservation land right now? Are we on the res land right now? Like right now, right now? What's that road over there? Where does that road go? What do you think? And I was like asking her as if she's a fucking tour guide. The poor girl. She's like, I don't know, but we're going to these cliff dwellings or the old cliff dwellings at Bandelier Monument. Okay. And Hemez. Hemez. Oh, am I saying it right? I hope so. J-E-M-E-M-E-Z. J-E-M-E-Z. Anyway, I can spell it for you. I'm a reader from way back. Trust. Hey, who likes that? My hand looks giant. Hi, Melissa. Okay. Check on your happy friends. Um, so we get to this spot it's uh, I'm a little nervous because she she had asked me, like, did you bring a backpack or do you have sturdy shoes? I'm like, how about an arm sack that's kind of uh, refrigerated, not refrigerated, but, you know, it's a cooler sack, but it goes on my arm and some uh, New Balance sneakers. I mean, that's all I really have. So she's like, yeah, OK. But then we get there and we get out of the car and I realize I could fucking do this. I mean, I looked at who was around and everyone was a senior citizen. And I was like, this is all OK. I got this. I fucking got this. And then a couple, <laughs> it was in the nineties, uh, by the way, in the nineties. Okay. And, uh, a couple of the folks that had already, that were coming from where we were going passed by us and were like, yeah, it's a lot of climbing. It's a lot of climbing over there. And I was like, these fucking fogies. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm a, I'm a young virile lady. Is virile for ladies too? <laughs> I'm a young, active woman, youngish, not really, but active. And so I go, we get to the cliff dwellings and, and as soon as we get there, it's like, <gasps> I mean, you cannot, but you can't believe that you're, it's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands, thousands, like 11,000 year, years old. These, these, the, the, okay. The first people, okay. My mom really wants to break in. Jesse, let's just call it what it is. The first people's of this land knew how to take advantage of the, of the, of the, of the uh, mountains, the region, if you will, around them, and uh, made the, there was a creek at the bottom of the cliff. If you noticed, Jesse, of course I noticed, mom, I walked through it with my fucking bare feet. I was like so into the magic of it all. Okay, so you, you realize these, these peoples, 
so much smarter than the fucking white colonizers that came to take over. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, well, yeah, I... <laughs> it's still happening. Can I imagine? It's been happening this entire time in our country. All right, let's not depress your listeners. Uh, so anyway, Jesse, tell them about how you climbed the ladders. I was going to. I'm getting to that. Thanks. I love a co-host. Uh, thanks, Mom. So... There are these certain cliff dwellings that we could get to and these little ladders that you could just climb right up, zippity-zoo. And we had happened to come across a couple other hikers who were these young guys and they were reading from the book, from the booklet that had to do with the canyon and the hike and the cliffs and and there were all these markers, you know, throughout the hike. And so we kind of strategically placed ourselves in the areas of these boys who were talking and then on one cave i said hey boys you (laughs) i crawled into the cave and i said hey boys you two would fit in here perfectly can you come up and give us a read it's marker 15 and you know what they did because i have a lot of power and when i'm in a cave where the first peoples were i imagine the power just right doesn't that happen i'm gonna say No matter who you are, if you're tapped into this power that's happening on this cliff, in this dwelling, on this rock face, you're going to be affected by it. And in a great way. I I guarantee. I don't know why I'm so guaranteed. I guarantee all these things today on this show. Guarantee. It's 100% guarantee your laughter. Uh, Guarantee your spit take. Uh, Guarantee maybe you feel something. Um, So... We get to the first, and so these guys are, are reading to us, and it was fantastic. And there were serpents uh, in the, there were cave, there were petroglyphs and cave drawing uh, all over everywhere. And uh, there were certain places that I felt like I better not, I should, uh, no, no picture here, no picture here. Even though it didn't say, didn't say, don't take a picture here, but I felt it. Don't fuck with me. I feel shit. So I was like, I feel, do not disturb the spirits here. Okay. So then, we got to another place where the the cape the petroglyphs were spirals now spirals and monsters and out of control like there were dicks there were so many dicks on this one wall that these other two girls came up and were looking at it and I go can you was this the first dick pics like there were dicks everywhere i imagine it had something to do with fertility and the gods and all that shit <laughs> like devil big old devil dicks um, yes, you have to tell me your Chaco story. I want to go to Chaco Canyon. Jess, let's go. I want to go. I want to, I want to bathe in this, in the rivers of the Rio Grande. Um, I will purify my soul in the rivers. Uh, so anyway, so there are the spirals and the dicks everywhere. And the, uh, and these girls were like, oh my God, look at all the, and I was like, look at these dicks girls. And they're like, wah. And then I said, Anybody want to go portal up? We can portal the fuck out of here, portal into some other dimension. And the one girl goes, no, really, though. And I said, do you think I'm fucking with you? <laughs> I may have a smile on my face. I do like to smile. But I am fucking dead goddamn serious. Yes, Jess, let's go. Um, I'm dead serious about these spirals. So there were a couple spots exactly, Tom, respect respect the spirit respect the goddamn spot that we're at right so it was just sacred 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 shit everywhere and then we get to the next cliff and this is the bandoliers spot and it is 140 feet up 
cliff face and then you you climb these ladders that are up against the rock wall I mean, yes, they've been bolted in and shit. Like, my one friend was like, God damn, like, you got to put your weight against the fucking rock wall. I was like, look, there are seniors crawling up here. You can't have senior citizen, ah, like a John Belushi from Animal House moment. What's up, Joes? Um, hey, boo. Uh, so I'm climbing these ladders, and my friend is coming as well, coming with me as well. But I'm wearing, as I said, we're in Schlippertgeville, and I'm wearing a schmata. So I'm wearing this white billowy kind of over uh, shirt to, like, keep the sun from killing me that day. It was, it was almost 100 degrees. So, but on the ladder, climbing up 100 feet, the wind comes... And not only do you have to, like, squeeze your eyes shut because the fucking sand from the mountain is coming into your eyeballs, but the wind is, like, whooping around my fucking shirt. Like, and I'm like, don't let go, don't let go, don't let go. And I have a height issue. This is the thing. I have a fucking height. I'm, I, well, not anymore. Bitch is a warrior. (laughs) I went and, like, just confronted that shit. I was like, no, you're not afraid, especially that cliff. It was so beautiful. So my friend stayed at the like midway and then I just kept going up, 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 up. And it was so, there was no one there when I got up there. It was so unbelievable. I mean, I felt everything, everything. There were the still, the caves carved out, you know, next to me and where people lived and 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 made looms of uh you know they had their looms out for the rugs and all the the weaving that they did and yeah i didn't even look joe's i didn't look down one time on these ladders because my height issue and when the wind came i was like fuck 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 and then i just go keep going you're almost there you're almost there now coming down <laughs> that shit was like but I stayed up there for a while and I wept. Oh, I wept and wept up there. It was unbelievable. Yes, Tom, the energy was just fan-fucking-tastic. And first of all, you know, uh, Miss Ladies who were out there who also see shit, um, this was like you unavoidable. This was unavoidable to see and feel things out of every corner of my eye, every spot that we, what, hey, hello, you know, uh, it was busy, 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 so I cried next to the ceremonial kiva, I think that's how you pronounce it, and where they did their, the ceremonies, it was like on the edge of the cliff, and it was just, yes, it was magical, exactly, heart kids, oh, it was magical, yeah, it was active, Joe, active as fuck, so I just cried, and I thanked everyone, and I prayed, and I said, oh, thank you so much for having me here, and allowing me the time here, and thank you for having the, this beauty, and, and letting us, you know, bathe in this beauty, okay, Chami says, I've had one experience like that, and I cried my ass off, not even noticing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gratitude, Jose. Like just this flooding of gratitude and love and peace and understanding that like nothing else really does matter than the moment. You motherfuckers, it really doesn't. It's insane. We can say all the time like, I know, be in the moment, be present. I know, be in the moment, be present. But we're constantly, I mean, at least for me, I have a very hard time. My mind is very, 
unruly and likes to think that it's in charge, but I know she's not in charge. I know my, my body is what's in charge. So being on that mountain and having been with my body and in my body and so present in that walk up all those ladders and in those moments of sitting and feeling all that was all there was to feel just amazing just amazing okay boo i'll see you soon i love you so much i really just love you and i i miss you you know we used to, we used to chat more but we will we will no guilt i am a jew but i will not throw guilt at my friends um I appreciate you coming through, babe. Be well and take care of your uh, kids and your and your poppy over there, um, your your mans. Uh, so, okay, so I get so we get off the. Uh, I will hit you up, girl. Shut up! I'll fucking hit you up, girl. Not even. I'm fucking serious. Don't even get it. Don't even stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Everybody say bye to Josie. Um, so uh, I get down off the cliffs and I'm still just wet from crying you know not not moist but i'll tell you who did make me a little moist was the man who fucking started up towards the mountain and the ladders and he was a native uh, gentleman very 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 cute very handsome very and he had a uh, camera and so i was like i was waving at him from one of the cliffs and he waved back and so we we had a connection i felt like we had a small connection but maybe that's just me wanting to connect really bad to people it's been hard so i i take my shoes off when we get to the bottom of the cliff because i want to walk through the creeks in my bare feet and we've gone a couple there have been a few creeks that we've passed through so we go through the first creek and I'm in my bare feet and then we see the kid again the guy kid he's a man and he's uh with a lady and the lady says uh oh you go ahead to him right and then we say to the lady oh it's so beautiful have you done the walk have you gone up there and she says yeah yeah and she goes that's my son uh, he's going to do it without me. And we were like, oh, cool. Yeah, great. And the, and I'm not joking you. It wasn't even three minutes of conversation. My friend turns around and she goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I go, what's up? And she goes, he's at the top of the fucking cliff. The guy. He's at the top of the cliff. Now, it must have taken us at least a half an hour. I mean, maybe not a half, but like 20 minutes. You know, carefully. Wa- I go, did he fly? Did he fly to the top of the fucking cliff? Is that a magical man that we just saw? Is What is going on? And of course, I'm saying this out loud. And his mom goes, well, he is Lakota. I did marry a, uh, a native man. So he is Lakota. He may have. He may have. <laughs> this is why I love where I live. Because people know it's fucking ri- Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't he have flown to the fucking top? But, and you know what else? He's a goddamn native guy. He's he, Those ladders mean nothing to him. Do you think he's scared of those ladders? Are you fucking kidding? you think he's ever thinking like, oh, heights? No. He fucking whoa, just went and got up there and sat and, had, and did what he did and, and had that beauty and experienced it for himself. I mean, my God. Oh, I went way over. Um, oh, like I got scared. <laughs> Well, listen, when I'm talking about spirals and cliff dwellings and, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what else I talked about. Sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. I have all these notes next to me. I want you to know, and I've showed before, I have a lot of notes next to me for this show. But there are certain things that happen that click 
uh, you know, other stories. I, I'm sure it's all okay. It's what I do. This is, <laughs> this is what I do. It's how I do it. This is how I do it. Thank you, Montel Jordan. How many 90s things can I reference in one show? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Yes, New Mexico has captivated me. And I will say this. I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I did a show on Wednesday night last week that was so fucking phenomenal. I got to do a half an hour. We didn't plan on it. She just let me keep going because I was killing it so hard on the goddamn stage. And uh, I just want to say in regards to New Mexico, especially Albuquerque, since this is the only place I've really hung out, uh, it's a lot like hanging out in Albuquerque and meeting people here is a lot like hanging out with my old uh, essay friends. And um, because I will say this, there's so much pride. There's so much fucking pride here. Like everyone's like Duke City fool. Like everybody's fucking got a fucking tattoo of fucking Duke City and fucking, ee! you know, everyone's so psyched to be from here. But then in the same fucking moment, they're like, it's it's entrapped me, you know? It's fucking dumb. It fucking sucks here. <laughs> and I'm amazed at the laugh I got from that. Just from that observation from me uh, in, the, in the last six months I've been here and then saying that out loud to everybody. Oh, it was delightful. Fucking delightful. Anyway, I'm going to start doing this show probably regularly, she said, because she just books lady comics. And apparently there's only like seven lady comics, eight lady comics in Albuquerque. So please come if you can. When I'll, I'll announce it, of course. But it's at, um, what the fuck is it called? Hollow Spirits is the name of the place. And uh, it's called Whiskey and Women. That's right. Uh, liquor in the front, poker in the rear. <laughs> All right. On that note, I should probably go. I really enjoyed having you today. Thank you so much for joining me on here. And um, thanks for being patient with me about earlier today. I was I was barfing. So, you know, I have an excuse, you guys. And plus, I don't know. Take a fucking... I take nothing. <sighs> All right. Have to go. Everybody, we got to go. I love you. Congratulations to yourself. Take good care of yourself. That means you take care of each other. So you take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Try not to be too divisive out there. Everybody's fucking confused and freaked out. I really, really enjoy being able to speak to you guys and feel the love. I can feel it. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, uh, Hearts Kids, Chami, all my girls, uh, Joes, you know, everybody that showed up today. And those of you who are watching it whenever you have time, uh, I will put on my Venmo, my pen pal, my cash app and Patreon. Remember, you could get a voice. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys so much. And just don't, you know, try not to stress. Take a breath every once in a while and hit me up if there's any stories that you want me to chat about on here next week. You can always hit me up at uh, on here. You can leave me a DM or you could hit me up at jessisratchet at gmail.com. Listen, it's an old email. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> All right. I love you so much. Mwah. Take good care. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Okay. Be kind. Fuck. <laughs> We're doing it. Love you. Bye. I said love you. Bye. Fuck.